You're listening to Consider This, episode 312, for February 8th, 2021. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. It's time once again for this award-winning podcast, Consider This. This is where you can consider my commentary and your feedback in a mere 10 minutes or less. I am merely Doug Payton, and I'm thanking you for listening. If you'd like to get your ideas considered here, pull up the website at considerthis.ctpodcasting.com and you'll find lots of ways to get in touch via phone, email, and social media. That's CT as in COVID turnaround. I'll be discussing a mass renaming of San Francisco schools, but first, it looks like COVID restrictions are all being removed at the same time. Let's look at this miracle. All hail the reopening. That's the headline on a blog post at Zero Hedge that notices an interesting coincidence. Now that Donald Trump is gone and Joe, you know the you know the thing. Biden has come. The sun has once again come out. The birds are singing, and we can all of a sudden reopen our businesses. Can I get an amen? A man and a woman. This is a list, incomplete as it might be, of reopenings that have come on the heels of Biden's inauguration. Washington, D.C. will resume indoor dining. I'm sure the National Guard will appreciate that. Maryland's governor has decided that the state needs to reopen schools now and no later than March 1st. Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan said Michigan restaurants should reopen for dining back on February 1st. Chicago's mayor is now demanding an immediate opening of restaurants and bars. Chicago is also threatening teachers' unions that they must return to work. New York Governor Cuomo has drastically reversed his rhetorical course and demanded a reopening of the city. He said that indoor dining can resume on Valentine's Day, even though nearly every COVID metric is worse now than it was when he banned it. California Governor Gavin Newsom incredibly has lifted all stay-at-home orders across the state and is permitting dining to open up. And Montana's new governor has lifted some COVID restrictions. Coincidence? Hey, I'm sure all of this just evolved naturally rather than being created all at once. I will also note that Governor Newsom of California is very close to getting a recall election and would really hope people liked him in time for that. The Babylon Bee has an animation with the good governor going all over, telling people it's time to reopen, but in the background are boarded-up restaurants, smoldering buildings, and no people. You may open now. Gavin Newsom has saved California. Hey, you can open. We did it. Time to open up. It's truly amazing how following the science is looking more and more like following the politics. The World Health Organization said to stop using lockdowns as a primary means of virus control back in October, but that was before the election and before Biden took office. In October, cases were still on the rise, 
and now they're going down, but we're still at the same number of new cases per day as we were in November. Now we've got new strains that are even more infectious coming into the country, but hey, we're good flinging open the doors. Now. Look, I'm all for opening up personally. Protect the elderly and the at-risk, use those masks and keep that distance, but let's not shut down people's livelihoods. Take precautions, but don't destroy the economy. We didn't know some of this in early summer, but we sure did in late fall. Welcome to midwinter. What a difference an administration makes. When the frenzy was on to pull down statues, I recall that being all about Confederate generals and soldiers. I disagreed with the mob violence and thought that if cities and towns wanted to remove them, it should be put to a vote, either a referendum to the people or at least a city council. Trump tweeted the question, who's next, Washington, Jefferson? NBC News, for one, said they weren't next, but at least one of Washington and one of Jefferson came down in Portland, Oregon. Because, of course, no votes there, just mob rule. Trump saw it coming. But recently there were votes taken, not to remove statues, but names off of schools. The San Francisco Board of Education voted to change the names of 44 schools using names like, of course, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, but also including Abraham Lincoln, Francis Scott Key, who wrote the National Anthem, the Alamo, which I guess we're not going to remember, Robert Louis Stevenson, Daniel Webster, Paul Revere, and many other presidents. Gone, apparently, are the days when we could honor men and women for their achievements, in spite of their sins or their failing to live up to the standards of the future. There's a link in the show notes to an article you would think was a Saturday Night Live script, were it not actually a description of the various ways that the committee decided which names would go. Paul Revere Elementary School ended up on the renaming list because during the discussion, a committee member misread a History.com article as claiming that Revere had taken part in an expedition that stole the lands of the Penobscot Indians. In fact, the article described Revere's role in the Penobscot Expedition, a disastrous American military campaign against the British during the Revolutionary War. That expedition was named after a bay in Maine. But no one bothered to check. The committee voted to rename the school. And by the order of the San Francisco School Board, Paul Revere will now ride into oblivion. More hilarity ensues in the article. To what shall they be renamed? Well, probably some Democrat in government, you'd think. But not so fast. Also on the chopping block is Diane Feinstein Elementary. I'm not sure where that came from, but she hasn't owned slaves or been cruel to Native Americans, so your guess is as good as mine. We're getting to the point where we can't acknowledge good that has been done by people without canceling them because they don't live up to standards we have set. Imagine in a future where abortion is considered unthinkable. If they did the same sort of thing then, there would be hardly a post-1980s Democrat whose name you would be allowed to use on a bridge or a school or a federal building. Take some time to consider this. 
I will note that this list includes the renaming of James Lick Middle School, which was probably a good idea, regardless of who Mr. Lick is or was. Impeachment Season 2 is upon us. Once again, it's a limited event season, and it'll be even shorter than last time, because this time they skipped all the upfront investigation episodes and jumped right to the trial. So catch it while you can. And thanks for listening. And remember, I want to hear what you think. The website is the place to find out how. So check out considerthis.ctpodcasting.com right now. Give me your thoughts. So we can all consider this. This.